Join Rowdy and Kyle every Monday and Thursday night for another episode of the Rowdy Magalite Show, sponsored by On Tire Tailgate System. There are 16 spots in the playoffs and just one track left. Well, not just any track. Daytona. A last chance to keep playoff hopes alive and for fans to experience an event unlike any other. NASCAR Weekend at Daytona International Speedway, August 26th and 27th. Get your tickets now at DaytonaInternationalSpeedway.com. at the track the hot pass racing network puts you at the track with arca and all the major nascar series from daytona to the final checkered flag the hot pass racing network is your inside pass all right everyone I'd like to welcome you to the friday edition show and what we're going to do guys is the playoff starts tonight uh the top 10 drivers we got interview uh interviews with them and we're going to start with uh Let's just start the way they're rolling off here. Grant Infinger, guys. Welcome, Grant Infinger. All right, Grant Infinger. Yeah, I mean, the truck series is a little bit different this year. I think they did a great job with the schedule, but it's uh, a little bit different. We had that eight-race stretch, you know, in the middle of the season, which was tough on all the teams and all. And now our playoffs start on Friday night, and it goes on forever, it feels like. You know, we, we, we have a week off and then go to Richmond, and then we have three weeks off before we go to Kansas. So, yeah, definitely a little bit long, drawn out. Um, gives us ample opportunity at the shop to, to prepare as, uh, as much as we possibly can. But it's a little, little different than years past. So what do you think of the track for the playoffs? I think they've done a good job. You know, honestly, um, even though I'm a Martinsville guy, I love short tracks. I'm thankful Martinsville is not a cutoff race for us in the truck series. We we run into each other enough as it is. Don't don't give us more incentive to run over each other. I, I think that's been personally I won one of them, but the last couple of years I think it's been a terrible race. You know, people have just gotten too rough, um, especially with the package we're in. It's hard to pass. So I'm thankful for that. I think Kansas and Homestead are great cutoff races because we have room to pass without, you know, doing somebody wrong, in my opinion. So not saying something still can't happen because it's, it's racing, but those two tracks, you have ample opportunity to, to race around people and all. So I think, I think that's a good thing. The fact that we have four short tracks in the playoffs, I mean, I would, you know, call them short tracks, Phoenix and Richmond and obviously uh, Bristol and IRP. So um, I think that's a great thing. Yeah, I think so. You know, I mean, honestly, our our regular season has not gone to our expectations. I feel like we've been off a little bit on the mile-and-a-half stuff, but we're working really, really hard to, to get that better. And we've narrowed the gap a lot since the beginning of the year. Um, so I feel like any of these races we could show up, we, we could win at. Um, but I, I'm a short track guy. So, so yeah, I, I like the short tracks. Um, I think any time we unload there, we, we have a, a fair opportunity to win. Uh, definitely unique. You know, every situation, you know, changes. Um, you know, myself and, and Jeff Hensley were talking the other day. It's like 
we came in in 2019, we had won the regular season, and we had a terrible first round and had some bad luck involved there. And a blown motor basically took us out of the playoffs before we really got good and going. Um, this year, I kind of feel like we have the opportunity to kind of right that, you know, whereas we kind of struggled in the regular season and we have the resources, we have the opportunity in front of us to, to go out there and, and, and win the championship. So that's uh, that's our, our mindset. I do feel like the first round, you know, there's an opportunity for, for people to, to point their way through there, um, including ourselves, you know. So our, our goal is always to win win each and every time we show up at the racetrack. But this first round, you can point your way through there. Um, the second round for us, I don't think that's the case. You know, maybe uh, maybe some of the guys that have a little bit more playoff points could could look at that differently. But um, you know, hopefully, uh, God willing, we make it through this first round. The second round, I, I feel like that's probably more must-win situations there. Yeah, you know, as far as ending the season, I would rather end the season down south and in the desert. But uh, from a racing standpoint, Homestead needs to always be on our schedule. Um, you know, if they're listening, Michigan needs to be on there too. So I don't, are y'all listening? Um, but, yeah, Homestead is a is a great place. It's a place where, yeah, you know, sometimes somebody just hits it and, and can run away with it. But from a, from a driver's standpoint, you're on the edge. You know, you're you're driving to the limit the whole time. You're having to change your driving style. You're you're you know going out on stickers, running three seconds faster than you were at the end of the run. I think that that makes it great racing. Um, you know, Phoenix they've done a great job with with making that that track racy. You know, um, I don't know the the front straightaway gets crazy on restarts. Obviously, that's a a big wild card. But they've done a great job with the PJ1 and the resin and stuff in the past to, to kind of make it into to two groove racing and it's actually weathered a little bit so it doesn't have the homestead tire wear by any any means but uh you know a couple of years ago you know as whoever got that clean air was was going to win it's not the case anymore there's going to be comers and goers and you can pass guys I play around in the shop now whereas at, at that time, I worked in the shop full-time. Um, mostly I'm a driver now, but I still I still like to help where I can. I was there yesterday. I'm not there at all today. Um, so, yeah, I'm not, not full-time, but I, I do play around in the shop now. But because of your knowledge and because of what you have done in the past, working on the, the race cars and the trucks, what type of I think that always gives us an advantage, especially in practice. I think my, something that, that me and Jeff Hensley have always excelled in is making the truck better throughout the course of the race. I feel like there's, there's if you look at our history, which we've, we've spent four years together, I'd say 90% of those decisions that we make on pit road make the truck better. And so I think, I think a lot of that comes from knowledge in the shop and just the communication that's always there. So I've, I'm kind of a hands-on guy. I want to be involved all the time. And I think in this particular situation, it helps us, you know, be able to communicate where we've been off at the beginning of the year and what we need to make it better. And I feel like we've we've slowly done that. We've still got some some legwork to do, but but we're doing it right now. All right, you're welcome. Thank you very much. All right, thank y'all.
Chandler Smith. Uh, a lot. Uh, when you get a win going into any type of weekend, it just boosts the whole team morale. Um, it just winning winning solves everything, right? So we definitely have momentum on our side. We got a good group of races coming up for our our team individually. So with that being said, I think we're in a good place. All of them, to be honest with you. I'm really excited about all of them. I'm really happy with the playoff schedule this year. Yeah, I don't like Martinsville. I mean, <laughs> it's weird because of my background short track racing, but, like, I don't like Martinsville in the trucks. I've never drove in anything else, but there's just not enough power to be, like, short track racing. Like, at IRP, we'll probably spin tires a little bit here and there. That's, like, short track racing to me. Um, Martinsville is just beating and banging who can drive through who more. <laughs> How do you um, keep your emotions in check going into the playoffs, not think too much about it and just go, hey, i got to keep my head down and go do my job? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm really faithful. I feel like I am very vocal on where my faith is and stuff. And with that being said, i just got to be real myself and know at the end of the day that whatever happens was – and the will for me, you know what I mean? And that was God's plan for me. And if it wasn't meant to be, it wasn't meant to be simple as that. So. Okay, have a good run. Thank well, thank you. you. Chandler, you said you know, you're not a fan of short tracks in the trucks, but, you know, the playoffs open with three of the four with IRP, Richmond, and, and uh, Bristol. So, you know, how, how do you do that? How do you sort of keep yourself like, okay, let's just try to get through this? Yeah, no, I love short track racing. I love short track racing, especially in the trucks. I was just saying that – um with the engine package and stuff that we have in the truck series, it's not kind of, and how heavy the trucks are. Um, they're not as, um, you don't have the same short track racing mentality, feel, uh, balance and stuff like that as you do, like where I'm accustomed to. Super late model racing, light, uh, a lot of horsepower, uh, spinning tires like crazy, a lot of tire fall. If you don't really have that in truck racing that much, but I do enjoy short track racing a lot in the, in the Camping World truck series. There's just some short tracks like Martinsville where, um, it's just different. It's just different. Like, you can drive through people there, and it's just like you can't do that at a place that, like IRP or uh, Richmond. I mean, you can, but there's, like, Martinsville, you pay a huge penalty for that if you're on the wrong end of the stick. Yeah, and you've been great at Phoenix. You won at Phoenix last year, but yep. weren't eligible for the title. So going into going for this year, you know, you, you seem to be, if you get to that point, you would seem to be the favorite. So how do you, what's going to be the biggest aspect in your playoff run that's going to help you get to that point? Yeah, uh, kind of just to answer that a little bit, just like I said before, I'm really faithful. If, it, if we don't make it to Phoenix, it wasn't meant to be. If we make it, then it was obviously meant to be. So um, just chugging along, thankful for the opportunity, and look forward to it. Thank you. What's up? Yeah, I'm feeling really good. I like the playoff schedule for sure. Um, you know, winning at Pocono, we got a lot of momentum on our side, which is good for anybody. Um, but for us, we have a lot of it more than others, I feel like, right now. So I feel like we're in a really good place.
How are you? I'm good. You're good. All right, we got uh, Christian Eckes coming up next. What's that? Christian Eckes. I don't think Vegas is the round eight. No, so we don't. We only go to Vegas once this year. It's in the springtime. Um, I think he did. Yeah, you're you're good, man. You're good. We go. The round eight is uh, let's see Bristol, Talladega, Homestead, and the first round is um, IRP Richmond, Kansas. It's good, man. You're all good. All right, all right, so even going with that, is there a track that you have, like, flag going into the playoffs that you're like, <coughs> if we can, you know, if he's successful that track, it kind of can set the tone for the rest of the playoffs for you? Yeah, I, honestly, I'd say IRP. Um, it's a track that I've raced in ARCA, like, four times now. Um, we test it every year there, too, so I have a lot of experience, and I uh, won the race there in 2018. Um, okay in a pretty dominating fashion. So uh, hopefully we can kind of replicate that this year because um, if we can win the first race of the playoffs, you know, obviously I feel like that sets the tone and gets us to the next round um, and we can try some stuff the next two races past that. So uh, that's the plan. You know, plans don't always go accordingly, but um, if we can do that, that'd uh, obviously be the uh, best alternative. It's been arguably your most consistent season ever in trust, so what's been yep. the biggest help for you to get us to be as consistent as you've been this year? Yeah, no, just everybody working hard at Thor Sport Racing. Um, yeah, when we look back at the, the regular season, there's a lot of missed opportunities. Um, we were leading coming to two to go twice uh, when the caution came out, and uh, there's been so many more that we've lost in a green-white checkered. So um, there's a lot of you know, missed opportunities, I'd say, is uh, the first regular season. But, um, yeah, we've been consistent for sure. Uh, we've been consistently fast, consistently running up front. Um, we just kind of need to put it all together and, and start winning. Yeah. Do you see like advantages there, or are there more disadvantages? Just yeah. you know, having everybody all in the playoffs all at once, you know, not knowing you know who's gonna yeah, get what for each track. Yeah, you know, our ultimate goal at at Thorsford Racing is to get all four to the the final four. You know, that's that's the biggest company goal that we have. Um, you know, obviously it's gonna take a lot of hard work and uh, dedication from each team to each other, but uh, you know, in the same aspect, uh, I think it's achievable. You know, we've we've done a really good job this year in, at uh, providing fast trucks and. Uh, and doing the things we need to do. So um, hopefully we can just maintain that through the rest of the playoffs. Going into the playoffs this year, how do you control your emotions or in preparation for it to make sure you go in there, get on straight, get the job the way it needs to be done? Yeah, I, just, I think you know, not making it as big of a deal as, as you can is, is probably the best alternative, honestly. Um, you know, as weird as that, that is, but, you know, if you try to freak yourself out and, and make it more than it is, you know, it's, at the end of the day, it's just another race. You know, it's in the, just three races in a row. Um, you know, I just need to focus on doing my job and not necessarily uh, the, the big trophy at the end of the year just yet. Uh, you know, obviously, when you get to Phoenix, you got to worry about that, but uh, I feel like if we can string together three 
good finishes each round. Um, it'll take care of itself. So uh, that's kind of my mindset going in. Uh, I mean, not necessarily. You know, everybody's kind of at the shop, so they're all working together in that aspect. Um, you know, it's it's a it's a weird place that we're all in right now because you know, we haven't been to IRP in 11 years as far as the truck series. So um, it's been pretty crucial this week with everybody at Thor's Four Racing working together um, and trying to provide the best trucks for all four of us, or five of us, including Johnny, but um, four of us as far as the championship. So um, it's it's going to be a challenge, but, you know, it's a challenge that everybody's up for. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Yeah, I feel pretty confident overall. Um, you know, it's it's a it's a big deal, but I'm trying not to make it a big deal. Um, you know, if I make it too big of a deal, I feel like we'll psych ourselves out. And uh, but at the end of the day, we got we have three races coming up. We need to run good at all of them. Um, if we win one, that's great. But you know, at the end of the day, I want to you know we'll win all three if we can. So uh, it's it's going to be a tall task to make it to championship four, obviously, and uh, it's a task that I feel like we're up to. Yeah, I just think um, there's a lot of unknowns throughout it. Um, there's so many things that can happen. The truck series is pretty crazy when it comes to you know, cautions coming out at weird times. You know, there's so many races this year that if a caution falls a little bit different, we we win. So um, it's it's tough for sure, but you know we we just got to stay focused, um, not let anything bother us, and and uh, keep moving on to the next rounds. Yeah, I feel really good about it. You know, like I said earlier, um, I ran four races there with ARCA and, and tested there four times and uh, won once and finished second another time. So it's uh, it's been a place that I've liked in the past. Um, like I said, it's it's a little bit different in this aspect that you know, the truck series teams haven't been there and the ARCA cars are a little bit different than the trucks. So it's kind of going to be, you know, relearning the track a little bit. Um, but in the same aspect, like I said, I feel like we're up to the task. Yeah, no problem. That's fine.
Outlook going into the playoffs is definitely different than last year. Uh, I feel like we had more of a dominant season last year. Um, this year we're kind of flying under the radar a little bit. So uh, different mindset, different perspective, but excited to get the playoffs started and go and capitalize. IRP. Uh, I really enjoy IRP. Um, Indianapolis Raceway Park. I grew up racing at uh, in super late models, pro late models, um, multiple years, and uh, it's definitely a really fun racetrack. So excited to see the trucks go back there. Um, different fan base with Indy, um, and always an exciting fan base when we went to the Brickyard, and now being able to go to the short track at IRP and hopefully sell out the grandstands is going to be awesome. Um, I think not making mistakes, not beating yourself. Um, you have to be there at the end in order to have a shot at it and make it to the final four. So um, that's that's probably the biggest thing is just having your shot uh, in Phoenix, and that's all you can ask for. Thank you. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Uh, well, we're definitely in a, dif a different spot this year. Um, we're not as dominant as we were last year, so um, we kind of had a rocky playoffs. Uh, had mechanical failures. I made a couple of mistakes and um, just didn't have the playoffs that we wanted. So um, they always say experience is key, and being able to have that experience underneath our belt from the good and the bad last year, uh, I definitely feel way more comfortable going into the playoffs this year, um, even though we're not as dominant. So I'm excited to get them started this weekend and see what we can go do, uh, go and try and chase the championship. As long as we can make it to the Final Four, we'll definitely have a shot. I guess you could say less pressure, but I think the biggest thing for us is just flying under the radar. Um, not everyone is pointing at you and trying to figure out what you're doing and everything else every single week, but I hope that that changes here after the first couple of playoff races. You sort of tell yourself, like, okay, we won all these races early on before the playoffs and, you know, didn't do as well in the playoffs last year, but now it's, like, kind of going to reverse, like, yeah, I've told everyone and my guys that I'd rather win five races in the playoffs than win five races in the regular season. So um, hopefully we can do that. Hopefully we can be the dominant truck through the playoffs this year and uh, go get that first championship. And have you noticed a big uh, difference in your performance from last year this year, or is it just like, hey, we just haven't won these races, or just something that's not leading to these races? Um, I, I definitely feel like we've been off a little bit this year compared to last year. Um, we definitely aren't as dominant as an organization either. So, um, I mean, Kyle has run five races this year, and I think one one of those five. Um, so it's definitely been a, a little bit of a struggle this year for KBM, but um, we find ourselves in a, in a good spot right now, I feel like. And uh, I feel like some of the things that we were dominant with last year got taken away from us with some of the rule changes this year. So um, it's been back to the drawing board. And and trying to work even harder. How do you feel about uh, this differentiating playoff schedule with IRP and then at home?
Homestead closing the round of eight. You've got three of the four first playoff races at short track. So, yeah, how do you feel about it? I'm excited. I'm um, going back to IRP. Uh, I grew up racing there in late models, super late models, uh, pro late models, and um, have had some really good battles with my current boss there as well. So um, it's a racetrack that I really like going to. Um, I, I feel like being able to go to the short tracks is definitely a fun time, but being able to have the second round now be Bristol, Talladega, and Homestead, um, it's definitely going to be interesting. It's three totally different types of racetracks. So um, just have to go and focus on all three and do the best that you can. But kind of cool for Phoenix and Homestead to swap spots as Phoenix used to be the second to last race of the year and now Homestead being that. So hopefully we can have a lot of hype around that weekend and take it into Phoenix for the Final Four. Do you think everyone in the playoffs is going to have that Bristol Talladega stretch kind of like flagged as like, survive <laughs> yeah i definitely think so um I, I definitely think that with how competitive the truck series has been this year um it's going to take winning races to lock yourself in to the final four to advance and there may be one guy two guys that get in on points but it's going to be very difficult to ride the points train this year you were talking about on your late model and super late model racing that you did in irp how is that going to I think just having experience there, um, experience, a notebook, and knowledge is priceless. So being able to have that underneath your belt and something that you can look back on um, and understand how to race there, how to make passes there. Um, yes, it's a totally different vehicle with it being heavy and different engine package than I've ever run there, but um, still the, the same concepts apply. There are 16 spots in the playoffs and just one track left. Well, not just any track. Daytona. A last chance to keep playoff hopes alive and for fans to experience an event unlike any other. NASCAR Weekend at Daytona International Speedway, August 26th and 27th. Get your tickets now at DaytonaInternationalSpeedway.com. Stuart Friesen. Okay. Uh, it's very positive. We have a great group of guys at HFR this year. Everything we've built up in the past three years has been executed, I think, to get us to this point. You know, we've, we've been in the top five almost every week the past couple months, and you know, it's it's uh, it's just all about execution going forward. We have we have great trucks. Uh, there's there's really nothing we lack as far as uh, equipment wise. So it's just putting all those pieces into play and um, you know coming out with some good runs. Good good runs. Yeah. Uh, I think going into IRP this weekend is going to be a little bit of a wild card. You know, we don't have um, don't have setup notes, don't have you know previous experience there. I guess. Nobody really does, but uh, we'll see. You know how good the sim that we're back that we're kind of relying on going in is. We'll see how close it is. But you know, I know we have great guys, both Jonathan's and, and, and Trip, and our our whole group. If if we're off, we can adjust to it and uh, and get get the truck better. Yeah, really comfortable. You know, uh, we're seated a little bit better this year than we were last year. Uh, I feel like we're a little bit more. Uh, you know, racing on offense than, than defense as we were in years past. So it's just a, you know, a product of good preparation in the shop and, and, and really good trucks and just refining our whole race team um, as we've went here the last, last 
year and last even last couple months. So, uh, like I said, we have some really good trucks that we're we're lined up uh, with for the playoffs and uh, looking forward to running them. Uh, Stuart, we got IRP, we got Richmond, we got Homestead now in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. So how does it feel going in? With, you know, a different schedule. Yeah, there's definitely some variety in the schedule this year. Uh, I like all the tracks in the playoffs. There, there's nothing there that I really am like, man, I don't want to go there. Uh, we haven't been that great at Richmond the last couple of years, so hopefully we can improve. And, and um, you know, with the short tracks, with IRP, you know, I mean, if we can run well at IRP, run well at Richmond, that'll, uh, you know, kind of play into, you know, what kind of package we bring for Phoenix, I think. So um, had some speed at St. Louis, which was, which was cool. And hopefully uh, that short track speed kind of plays out, you know, as we got, you know, Bristol, IRP, uh, Richmond, and, uh, and Phoenix all in the playoff, playoff hunt. Do you think there's an advantage to being just, you know, the one truck of your team in the postseason versus, you know, a post where that's got all the trucks or KBM that's got multiple trucks? Yeah, I mean, we, uh, that's a good question. I, I feel like as a team, we have an advantage either way. Uh, everybody on on at HFR is pulling the rope the same direction, you know. Um, you know we've had uh, Jessica ran a couple races for us this year. Todd ran obviously his six races, which was really special to have. Um, we're running lane rigs at uh, at IRP this weekend, and then again at Richmond. So um, it'll be cool to have Lane on board and, and have the 62 group. So we're we're kind of a, a truck and a half team more or less, um, and it's and it's helped kind of raise the bar for us and. and um, you know, just just kind of float the boat on higher water, be be uh, be better because of uh, because of those resources. So um, you know, but obviously uh, going into the playoff schedule, you know, being a single truck team, we got uh, a lot of emphasis on these races. They're spread out, so we can really focus on on um, you know being fast and and having perfect trucks at all of them. And what do those breaks do for you? Because obviously there's stretches where there's you know, three would stop, and there's like a whole month off. You know, does that kind of throw up? Yeah, you know, after doing uh, the eight-week stretch here through May and June, uh, it got to be a, a grind, but it's, it's something I like. I like the, the repetition, um, being at the track with the guys every week and, and being in the truck every week, I felt like uh, helped me as a driver. So uh, I think we're all pretty pretty fresh and everybody's pretty sharp right now. So now having a couple weeks in between each race, we can really uh, really focus on the areas that we need to work on. Um, obviously identify them after the races and then and then go to work on it with, uh, without any distractions. So um, that's kind of the, the benefit of being a single truck team. We can focus on um, small pieces and really, uh, you know, emphasize on, on our quality and, and getting stuff better. Um, whether if we had, you know, three or four trucks, um, I think it kind of waters down your, your performance a little bit. And obviously the playoffs are, you know, kind of the same cycle of rounds and then, you know, leading to the championship. Has there been a certain aspect that's been unique for each of the playoffs or are they sort of just the same for you? I mean, just, you know, it just depends on the results. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, the playoffs are, are tough every year. Um, you need to execute. You can't have mistakes. You know, we had a pit road penalty at, at Pocono um, this past week, which took us out of a top five. So that's something that, you know, we can't afford to have happen. And, um that's all. That's all part of the playoffs in, in any sport you're in. Going into the Pocono Rose, Todd made the statement that he had become a part of his family, which he had never expected, and that meant a great deal to him. What has he brought to help your truck team, if anything, and, and if so, what has that been? Yeah, just you know his experience, obviously, um, his ability to 
you know, get into the notebook and look at our setups and say, you know, let's try this, let's try this. And we've went to the simulator, we've tried different stuff in practice, you know, based on his experience and, and his experience from the past. So um, he helps me with that. I'm not a independent front end specialist. I grew up, you know, running dirt modifieds and sprint cars and stuff with solid front axles. So I've learned more about the front end of these trucks this year than I ever have. Um, and I'm so much more dialed in and it's because of Todd kind of pushing me to, uh, to figure stuff out get better and, and the, the friendship um, that's been created that we've been lucky enough to create throughout this season uh, is, is truly special. Todd and Janet came up and stayed at the house when we ran Fonda a couple weeks ago. We um, spent a lot of time together. Uh, it's, it's pretty cool, uh, that friendship, honestly, and it's something that um, we'll continue to have years down the road. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Good? All right, I'm good. Okay, sweet. Ty Majeski. Perfect. Boy, I, I feel good about it. Um, feel good about where our team is at as a 66 group and at Thor Sport Racing as a whole. Um, pretty pretty cool to get all four into the playoffs uh, from Thor Sport's perspective. So um, morale's up in the shop. We're we're ready to go. Uh, trucks are getting prepared. Um, like I said, I feel really good about where our 66 team is at. We just keep doing what we're doing. I, I feel like. Um, Thorsport as a whole has been working really well together, especially on the engineering side through um, simulation and simulator. I feel like we've been a real cohesive group, um, maybe different than what it, it has been in the past, uh, which I think has been a good thing. I think we're going to continue to do what we've been doing uh, and what got us to this point. I think um, I feel really good. Um, with the first three, the first round, the first three races, uh, I feel really good about IRP, Richmond, Kansas. Um, then you get into some wild cards. You go to Bristol, Short Track, uh, Talladega, Super Speedway, and, of course, Homestead. So um, really uh, three tracks I feel really good about. If we're fortunate enough to make, make it to the second round, I think uh, it's going to be much tougher. So um, I think, uh, like I said, we, our team has been really good on all different types of racetracks. I think that's been a strong suit for us. Um, heading uh, heading into the second half of the season, so I'm excited for it. Um, we're really excited, especially as a Thor Sport group. T Sport is the uh, sponsor, so we're uh, we're excited for that. As as uh, you know, for Duke and Rhonda and everybody involved on T Sport, and um, we're excited to go there and um, hopefully we can bring the trophy back home uh, to to the, to the shop. Thank you. Very, yeah.
How's it going? Good, good. It's been a great opportunity. Um, you know, when I came up to, to Thor Sport, this is what I envisioned, what I had hoped for. Didn't know when or if it was going to happen, but uh, thankfully I had the opportunity this year to run full-time. Um, I feel like with a team that um, was good timing, right? I feel like they were coming off a really good season uh, in 2020 with, with Enfinger and um, all their trucks for that matter and um, ran part-time for them last year and then moved on to the full-time season this year. And uh, just thankful for the opportunity. Thankful I was able to um, do what I thought I always could do. And um, Duke and Rhonda have assembled a, a great team around me, and uh, it's been a lot of fun working with them all year. Yeah, of course. I mean, you know, it's not just Ben. It's all all of our guys, right? You know, Chris and I are kind of the new guys, but you have Johnny Sauter, Ben Rhodes, Matt Crafton, right, guys who have – all won championships, so it's uh, it's cool to be a part of that seniority uh, at the shop and have have those guys as assets and at our disposal to um, whether it's you know advice going to a new racetrack or how to handle different situations. So it's uh, it's huge having those guys around. Yeah, well, you said it. Um, you know, obviously a huge wild card in Martinsville. Um, you can pretty much move anybody at any time, whereas at Homestead you really can't. Um, you know, things get more strung out, of course, on a bigger racetrack. So um, I'm sure it'll be exciting, but maybe not quite as exciting as Martinsville. So uh, hopefully that'll, you know, it'll bode well for us and put us in a good spot. And, and hopefully we're fortunate enough to, to make it to Phoenix. Well, the biggest thing is, is um, I keep myself preoccupied being in the shop, right? So it's business as usual. I have a, a day job at Thorsport that I have to do, and as well as um, you know, be around my crew chief and engineer, and you know, coming up with setups and uh, different ideas to be better at each race. So that sort of keeps me occupied during the week, and then once we go to the racetrack, it's business as usual. So um, you know, it's been a great year. I've loved working at the shop with these guys. I feel like it's made me better as a driver, knowing what I'm going to the racetrack with and, and having input in each and every week. And I think that's um, what has made us part of what's made us, you know, so good at all different types of racetracks this year. Um, I've learned a lot from Joe and, um, you know, he's a, he's a, he's the glue to our team and um, I've been having fun with him so far this year. Yeah, I think, um, you know, when I when I met with uh, Duke and David Pepper, I think this was at the end of 2020, um, I knew that they didn't have an opening, right? And I was, um, I didn't didn't necessarily know if I was going to have an opportunity there. I went and met with them and, and told them I was interested. Um, of course, they had four full-time drivers at the time, and um, they came back a few months later and, and offered me a, an engineering job. Uh, said they would, you know, put together a few races for me in 2021, and uh, with the intentions of building it in, into something bigger in the future. I didn't know if that was going to be this year or two years down the road from now. So um, thankfully it was this year. It, you know, it all came together sooner than later. And um, I learned a lot last year um, being part-time, but also working on the trucks, learning, you know, how each and every component works. And 
um, all the different things in simulation on the engineering side specifically. And anytime you know what you're racing and you have input and um, you have skin in the game, so to speak, from a race team's perspective, I think it all just works better. We uh, we work at the shop together during the week and uh, we go race together on weekends and we're in it as as one and we win and lose as a team. And I think uh, you know that's that's gone well for us this year. Yeah, I mean that's what that's a you know that's what I'm about. I'm sort of I'm a short track guy, you know, from from Wisconsin. Kind of was raised that way, right? Always worked on my own late models and um, still do today. And um, it's uh, it's it's fun. I really enjoy that part of it. I enjoy being a race car driver, but I enjoy the engineering side just as much. I did, yeah, yeah. We I raced Slinger Nationals a couple weeks ago, so. I uh, was fortunate to win it uh, a couple a couple years ago, so um, it's been a good good race for us. Cool little racetrack. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. It's a uh, high banked, a lot of speed, real fast. It's a uh, it's a cool place. Yeah. Thank you. I don't know. I think at the end of the day, we're all out for ourselves to a point, right? If there's a situation where we can help each other, um, I think we would do that. But I think for the most part, we all need to um, go and win the race for ourselves and, and do the best we can as each individual teams, but um, also pulling the rope in the same direction at the shop, trying to get better as a, as a company, and, um, and hopefully the results will show it. Thank you. Contend to win and be able to contend for a championship again. Oh, very excited about it. That was definitely one of the ones that, when they put that back on the schedule, had that one circled at the very beginning of the year if we were in the playoff hunt or not. Just very excited to go there. Uh, just getting our, our program back to where it used to be and where it needs to be.
Hello, how are you? Good, good. <laughs> Finally. Yeah. Should be good. I'm I'm really excited for all the upcoming races. I mean, should be very good. Definitely. This fits our driving style and our our, our staff. So excited. Oh yeah. Who who's running this weekend? Yeah, he's running the fifth truck this weekend. I will, for sure. at Millbridge tonight, so that's where we're, I still gotta, I still gotta finish everything. <laughs> um, nine, sorry, I was looking at the, uh, looking at the weather to see if it's gonna get us. Yeah, yeah, it's north, but yeah, I'm looking to see what it's gonna get us. And, yeah, post Millbridge tonight with my daughter, yeah, <laughs> with my, my daughter, Elbridge. We run gates open at 4:30, so I had to go load her stuff up after this. She races the she races the uh, the little outlaw carts, the little cage carts out at Millbridge. So said when we leave tonight, it's a, a very cool night for the kids out there because they do um it's called they just have kids night and they have a big tunnel they walk through with fog and lights and they announce every one of the kids and so it's pretty pretty special night for all of them she did it last year and that was only about her fourth or fifth race so she thought it was cool then but now she has a lot more seat time so she's pumped about it um she ran she's had a couple top five finishes last race she was racing for the lead on the last lap and they her and the uh, lap car bounced off each other and they wrecked but she was coming to the checkered and running second and was trying to get the outside leader so she'd been been very very proud and seen a lot of improvement this year oh yeah she very very much so yeah absolutely she she was last night as well oh no she'll tell me she's like dad i, I want to race last year and you didn't i'm like yes i know dear Trust me, I know right now. <laughs> Trust me, it's been. But yeah, she 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 can be a little sassy. We'll say. Ah, uh, well, we'll see. We'll see. I'm sure he he loves anything with a steering wheel right now. He he is gonna be two in August. So they they're growing quick. Well, now this year, and you got in at no, I mean more just a pissed off feel, to be honest. Um, because we we should have never been in the position we were in, to getting to Pocono, and uh, the first part of the season got us in that position. So that's what was the most aggravating that we had to go through. We had to go through to 
fight our way in right there at the end. So with four bush boards, uh, trucks in the playoffs this year, is that a better netbook or more... Oh, it's, it's, a, it's a great thing for, I mean, I just think it's amazing for Duke and Rhonda. Mm -hmm. I mean, for Duke and them to have 40% of the field, that, that says a lot for Thor Sport in a whole. And the first time that they've ever done that, and probably the first time that it's ever been done in any of, any of the teams, multi-truck teams having all of their trucks, and I don't even think KBM has done that. So to say that Thor Sport has done that is very cool. No, no, I mean, because at the end of the day, we all get to look at the same resources. We have the same notebooks and look at the same computers, and we get to see it, all the, the pull-down stuff that each and every one of the teams do. So it should be just fine. Yeah, three of the four, three of the first four playoff races are on short tracks. Do you think that, you now with the young guys and how they handle emotions, do you think you sort of have an advantage given that you've been through the ringer before and can sort of overcome that? Um, it definitely is an a advantage for me because I know when I was trying to race for my first championship that the pressure that is on you to be able to win win the thing. So I know that they're going to have a lot of a lot riding on them throughout these next few races for sure. Thank you. Thank you. for uh, spending some time with us here this afternoon. We really appreciate it um, here as we get ready to kick off the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series playoffs. Um, we'll go straight into questions for you and we will start things off with Marty Sickle. Go ahead, Marty. Thanks, Sam. Hey, Ben, thanks for the time and congratulations on making it to the playoffs once again. First off, real quick, have you ever raced at IRP before? Never have I ever. All right. I know Crafton has raced a lot here in a truck, and Eckes has some ARCA experience. How do you approach them for advice? Crafton uh, <laughs> very prayerfully. He's a grumpy old guy. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Crafton uh, and both Eckes have been really good assets for me. Um, I, but I tell you, the biggest asset so far has been my engineer, Anthony Sergi. Um, he was able to get his late model together, his super late model, and bring it up there, and he was testing for the race that's following our race uh, the next day, and I was able to jump in, run some laps, practice his car for him, um, and get some experience, and that was super, super helpful. You know, talking to people is great, but everybody experiences things different, differently and different perspectives, but you can't beat firsthand experience. So um, big thank you to my crew chief, uh, Rich, and, and, and Anthony, of course. Um, for getting the car ready and, and running some laps. I think that's just, oh, that's huge for me. You're in a new situation entering the playoffs. Of course, you're trying to defend your championship. Does the mindset change knowing, hey, I've done it. Let's do it again. I want to keep my hardware. Yeah, uh, mindset's changed actually the whole year. Um, I feel really comfortable now, even when things aren't going well, I, I feel comfortable. Um, I just, feel like I've got a better clarity of what's going on around me. Um, and like, you know, we, we haven't had the best races the past eight or nine races and the confidence from last year has allowed me and my whole team really to stay calm, cool, collected and know that we're, yeah, the races haven't been going the way we want, but we're still right where we need to be. It's a clean slate now for the playoffs. And 
last year it was pretty much the same thing that we're doing now almost to a t it's like we're following the plan un unwillingly in some ways um but it's happening again and we're just staying happy and um keeping calm i got a couple more but i'm going to move to the back of the queue for this so if i don't talk with you good luck in the playoffs thank you all right we will go next to matt weaver go ahead matt Hey, Ben. Thanks for taking some time today. A um, couple for you. Uh, do you ever have a plan going into the Truck Series playoffs? And, and, and does the plan ever go according to plan? Or is it ever a bit the crapshoot that it kind of looks like every year? There is no plan. Yeah. Um, really no plan. And I don't really try to follow a plan, I guess. There's goals, but really not a plan. Um, I can say that I think this first round we need to finish in the top 10 in all the races. And, and if we do well enough on the stages, we should transfer. Uh, the next round, we need to be in top fives in the stages and finish top fives in, in, in the races to transfer. So we have goals. We have an understanding of what we need to do, but I can't say there's really a plan in place. Um, whenever we make a plan, no matter if it's playoffs or not, or a race where we're fast or not, uh, the plans go out the window immediately. It's kind of like that Mike Tyson saying of, Everybody has a plan until they're punched in the mouth and kind of like you have a plan until the green flag drops. So if you get this done again, I imagine, you know, two championships back to back or even bigger than the first one. Uh, can you top the post-race scene and celebration from last year? Are we going to aim for hard liquor maybe? I mean, what would that scene look like? Yeah, uh, 100%. Actually, I've already got plans for the next time we win. I plan on winning again. I just don't know when that'll be. I hope this year. Uh, I've got plans. To, oh, believe me, uh, I'm working on things right now that would enhance our celebration. I didn't get to celebrate as hard as I wanted because turns out there's responsibilities when you win things, uh, which oh, two-time Ben will not have a care for responsibilities at that point. Two-time Ben is going to be having a care for his celebration and his libations and living the moment to the extreme. So, yeah. I'll be even more fun. Um, party for everybody. Come and join me. One more for you, actually. You, you, you kind of picked my interest there, talking about turning a bunch of laps in a, a Sergi super late. So I'm curious. I mean, we've seen you in a late model stock in your, your early days. Could we ever see you in a super late? Uh, would you and Sergi like to get together and maybe do a race at some point? That would be really fun. Um, really, really fun. Uh, that's, gosh, I mean, something down the road, I'd say. I can tell you that Anthony and all of our guys really are working so darn hard on the truck program right now. He hasn't even had time to race himself on the super stuff. So if there was an opportunity going forward, I, I would love an opportunity, maybe not with Sergi, just because any free time he gets, he deserves to run his own car. Um, because I mean, gosh, he's worked so hard on the trucks this year. I want to see him have the opportunity to run his own stuff. So if there was an opportunity out there, I would certainly take anybody up on it. I, thought the super was so much fun that was my first time ever driving one and gosh i had a blast so yeah i'm all for it anything with wheels that i can get an opportunity to drive i want to do it um the, you just have to get the opportunities that's the hard part so like running the midget races that i had done with toyota oh i was in heaven it was so much fun and i can't wait for the next one so i'm just like hey toyota please put me in coach give me some more some more um some more races here anything i can get i'm all for it 10-4 thanks ben thank you Okay, let's go next to Brian Nino. 
Hello, Ben. My name is Brian from Argentina. Uh, my question are two. Um, what expectation do you have for IRP? Um, gosh, I, I would love to say that our expectation would be, you know, running in the top five and a win. I, I would love to get a win at IRP. Um, you know, it's the T-Sport 200, so Thor Sport is directly involved with that race and promoting their new line of uh, upgraded, uplifted trucks, upfitted trucks, I should say, that are sold at dealers. We got a new sponsor, Dano Seasoning, on board for that race. So, I mean, the pressure to win is great, but I can't say that there's an expectation to win. You know, I guess that's kind of a different thing. Um, I think, really, we just need to go out and have a good, solid showing and have some good, tough racing that shows that we have speed. Even if we finish fifth, tenth, whatever, we need to go out there and put on a performance. We need to go out there and have some really, really good speed. But I can tell you, talking to my team, we do not want to finish any worse than tenth place, and we really don't want to run outside of the top ten for the stages either. Uh, what racetrack do you think you call win in the playoffs? Um, IRP certainly there. Uh, IRP, Richmond. I mean, Talladega is really anybody's show. Um, I, I prefer the short tracks myself. Um, I'm not a big fan of some of these mile and a half that we go to. That seems to be actually one of the places that we seem to be struggling with more this year is the, the intermediate tracks. So short tracks are for Ben. Intermediate tracks, not for Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ben. Look, uh, good luck in, in the playoff and good luck in the short track. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Hamma. All right, we are going to go to the chat for a question now from Chris Knight. Um, I'll read it. With an average finish of 17th over the past eight races, how does your Thor Sport Racing Team circle back to the top 10 average finish in the first eight races throughout the playoffs? Was there an agenda to try different experiments to find more speed since you captured the win on the Bristol Dirt? Um, I didn't need to hear that stat. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you that much. That's a terrible stat. Gosh, uh, I wish that didn't exist, but it does. Um, no, no, none of us really wanted to finish that bad. We've had a couple of good races in there that saved the stat from being like 30th, but for the most part, yeah, terrible races the last eight or nine. Um, and the key now is to not focus on it going forward and just know that it's a clean slate. So there's really no pressure going forward now. Everybody talks like there is, but I felt like there was more pressure the last several weeks trying to maintain what we had, stop the bleeding, and, you know, get us a top one or two in the regular season to get those bonus points. Now it's all behind us. So, yeah, that's not good. We weren't really trying anything uh, that I think was special that would cause us to run that bad, really. So that's, I wouldn't say concerning, but um, just part of it. The good news is that our teammates have been very fast. We've all kind of come uh, to the racetrack with different setups. So we have really good resources around us at Thor Sport Racing to increase the speed and get better finishes. And I know that's what we're focused on right now. So it should just come to pass. I'm just willing it into um, existence. All right, we will go next to Matias Emanuel-Viana. Go ahead with your question. Hello, Ben. I am Matias Viana. Uh, my, my question is, uh, What's, what circumstances uh, can harm you on a track uh, that, that you know as uh, Indianapolis Railway Park? Um, so I think the big thing about Indianapolis Raceway Park or Lucas Hall Raceway Park is 
for me, what I learned at my weight model test was controlling your line and knowing where you need to be on the track to adjust the handling of your race truck. Uh, since it does have that progressive banking, you know, it's very line sensitive and making sure that my crew chief and I both have an understanding of what I'm doing on the track so that we adjust accordingly. So those circumstances, I think, make a difference. And also, you know, I think passing could be difficult if you know if you don't know how to do it. So I need to make sure that we've got a plan together on uh, what it looks like to pass. And, 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 you know, we have a truck that's able to run multiple roofs so that we can make those passes. I have not a clue where we'll start. I have not a clue what our speed will look like. But as long as we have top five speed, I know we can run in the top five all night long. Um, my, my pit crew is good enough. My team's good enough. And um, we just got to unload with some good speed. But the circumstances of the, the banking, that'll make a difference all night long on the handling and, and how you race at one another. Which short track do you like the most, the most on the road of 10 in the playoff of the NASCAR track? Uh, well, uh, that's a better question, or a better, I got a better answer after I go through those tracks. Wherever I finish the best, I suppose, since we're just counting the points right now. Um, if Martinsville, though, could be in, uh, if Martinsville could be in the next round, not the round of 10, but the next round, the round of, I guess that's what, eight, six, um, then I would be happy with that. Martinsville is a really good track for us historically. I feel like we go to Martinsville and we just, we run good, even though it's rough and aggressive. We find a way to just manage our stuff and be in the right place. And we've had great finishes there over the years. So I would love to see Martinsville in the playoffs. I, I missed it being in the playoffs. Uh, Frank, champion, champion 2021 of the track series. Uh, great. Have a good luck and a great weekend in the Indianapolis Forest Park. Thank you so much. Thank you. Nice to meet you. All right, and uh, we'll go back quickly to um, Marty for a follow-up. All right, thanks, Sam. So, Ben, I want to ask you, been in the series since 2016. Do you want to move up to Xfinity next year, stay with Thorsport? I know you're focused on the playoffs, but what would you like to do next season? Well, I'm pretty happy where I'm at. Uh, I haven't talked to anybody. I know Duke and Ronda, the reason I'm racing right now is from Duke and Ronda Thorsen believing in me, and uh, we're racing for championships, so it doesn't get much better than that. Um, I don't necessarily see like Xfinity as like a move up, as a lot of people say. I think the tr competition in the truck series is way tougher than Xfinity right now. Um, I feel like the truck series is a super deep field. I mean, we ran like 19th at Pocono this weekend just because we were a little off. Like the field is absolutely stacked, and I think a lot of fans see that too. So winning a championship right now in the truck series, winning a race in the truck series is no small feat, and it takes an absolute powerhouse of a team to do it. So I'm 100% happy where I'm at with Thor Sport. I have zero reason to look outside anywhere else. And, um, you know, Duke, Rhonda, and everybody there have become like family for me over these years. So um, hard, hard, to, hard to turn your back on family. One more thing. Following up on uh, Matt's question about the conference, I saw what NASCAR tweeted when uh, you said you were a goober. But I got to <laughs> ask, have you – I got to ask, though, have you seen what NASCAR Chasm has posted yet? I haven't seen a thing. Okay. I'll tell you what, I've been going from room to room here, and whatever's been put on Twitter is going to be news to old Ben Ben. Get ready. All I'll say is get ready. You got to. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Can't wait for the reaction. Good luck, bud. Thank you. Thanks for the fair warning. <laughs> ben, thank you so much for uh, 
time with us this afternoon. Uh, good luck in the playoffs. All righty. Well, thank you all. Nice to uh, chat with you guys. Uh, Carson Hosevar. I mean, I love it. I think that racetrack is, is very cool, very unique. And, um, yeah, I was, I always wished it was on the schedule even when I was first um, just as a fan. So I'm, I'm glad to see it on, and especially that uh, I'm running the truck series and obviously that I could take advantage of it. Um, you know, I've been to the racetrack a handful of times, so I'm excited for it. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I am. Um, I did uh, my surgery in Michigan just because it was faster and a little bit more convenient just to get it done as soon as possible. But, um, but yeah, Bill and everybody there has been really helpful for therapy and, and just trying to steer me along and what I'm supposed to do and what I'm not supposed to do and, um, you know, all, everything ab about it because I'm not sure exactly how hard I'm supposed to push or yet or stay away from. Um, but yeah, he, they've been really helpful. So have they helped you make anything that would make driving um, more easy for you? Or I know you said the, your gear shift broke in half at Mid-Ohio, but um, what have they recommended to, to help you with performance? Uh, I mean, they haven't really, they've, they really haven't said anything about the truck side. Mm -hmm. um, you know, that's kind of been just between us and Nice Motorsports, but he's been more so just trying to focus on, um, you know, stretches and exercises that I can do and um, what I could do to try and, now that I'm weight-bearing, put strength back into it just because, you know, it feels like my right leg is three years younger than my left leg right now. Um, and it, before it, my left leg was weaker than my right leg, so it was like always that now that it's it's backwards, my left leg's had to do a lot of heavy lifting that normally is just the the guide to my right leg. So, um, been a lot of just trying to relearn, and it, it it takes you a minute to realize when you have to relearn to walk um, or relearn to, you know, I, I, that sounds very dramatic for compared to what a lot of people go through. But, um, you know, I just had to, you know. It's normal to walk. It's normal to breathe. It's normal to do everything. Where I just had to change it a little bit, and it's just so weird to have to actually think about walking. Because I mean, I feel like for most everybody, you just do it without even thinking about it, just because it's you've done it all your life. Any outpatient therapy? I'm sorry. Any outpatient therapy, like having to go to a physical therapist and work an hour a day, or no? Um. No, not really. Um, just just with Ortho Carolina is all. Um, you know, I you, with my schedule, I've missed a week or two. Um, but normally, I try and get there at least one or two times a day, and just do the exercises that they they recommend um, or what they think. And um, you know, working with Josh Wise, he's been really helpful with that as well. You know, with the Chevy training facility and everything that. Um, I'm for sure working and everybody's trying to help me figure it out um, on everything I can do to put muscle 
and back into places that you normally don't train. What can you, what can you take from you know, last year's run to that, that will help you for this playoff run? I think last year we, we had a shot and we really didn't have the speed to go along with it. Um, you know, we were really hanging on to threads and had to take every opportunity we can where this year I feel like we're up front every week. Um, where last year it wasn't, wasn't more so the case. So having to really grind last year um, and, and really take advantage of every opportunity for that one point, um, you know, I think I could take that away for this year. You know, with the speed along, it's a lot easier to get those points. Before the season started, I ran a story on mental health and how drivers, you know, keep it up throughout this long season. Because you guys go from February to November, and that's a long time away from traveling. But, you know, racing just is already tough, but given your injury and then coming up short on a few wins, just how have you been able to sort of just maintain and keep it up and that can help you go the rest of the way? I mean, it's it's a tough thing to, to do or to explain, but um, I've just had such a fun time doing this. This is all I've ever wanted to do and um you know, the bad days really aren't that that bad, right? Um, you know, when you get to do this stuff, you know. A, a bad day at the racetrack is always a, b a good day compared to a, a good day at the office, right? That's what the phrase is. Um but I mean I just look at it like we're all having a good time. I'm I'm committed to Nice Motorsports for a very, very long time. Um whether it's you know, I even drive the truck. I'm just very, very grateful for Al and everybody. So that I'm not worried about the stress of it and the stress of moving up or anything like that. I'm just having a good time while I still have, have the seat and the doors. Uh, my name is above the door. Yeah, and have any drivers sort of, like, reached out to you with, like, words of encouragement just to, you know, sort of keep your spirits up? Uh, a lot of, a lot have, actually. Um, you know, especially after the ankle and then, um, my girlfriend having cancer, you know, there's been a there's been a lot um, going on. It feels like that I just can't get away from. I can't just have normal. Um, I, I, I always was that kid that always had something happen in school, right? There's, you know, whether the case may be like, you know, first world problems are first world problems in elementary school, but it seems like that traumatic stuff just keeps piling on, and I haven't seemed to get away from that. So it's. It's fun in a sense when it's good, good drama, but it's, um, it's tough when it's, you know, the, the, the downfall of it. And uh, finally, Homestead's back on the playoff schedule, but you haven't raced when you've been on the playoff schedule, so how do you feel about, you know, your odds if you were to get to Homestead and, you know, have a chance to go to the championship pool? I mean, I, I'm, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like driving-wise, I, I should be just fine. Um, you know, I feel like Darlington was my best track. Um, and still is my best track, um, you know, statistically probably wise, but more so, and, and that was my first ever time being there. And I feel like I, I click on racetracks for first time for that type of racetrack, you know, being very, very low grip and being, you know, very fast in that sense. Um, but I think the toughest part is just knowing the feel. Um, you know, Nice Motorsports seem... You know, it's never, it's been a strong track for them, but it's never been a dominant track. So for me, trying to find the balance of where we're at is, is gonna, probably going to be a little tougher compared to the rest of the field that's been to that racetrack. Um, just because I'll be in the simulator and trying to work on our setup, and I won't, I won't be able to have anything to compare to. I'll just be 
kind of guessing and going off of um, just kind of what we've had the rest of the year, and hopefully it hits. I've I've heard nothing but great things about Bill. So, thank you. Let's go ahead and kick things off with uh, Marty Cipolla. Go ahead, Marty. Thanks, Sam. Hey, Zane, thanks for the time and congratulations on making it to the playoffs. Uh, Ten years ago, Front Row was probably a backmarker team in the Cup Series. With you winning the regular season championship, as well as Michael McDowell having some good runs lately, putting up the ninth best average finish in the last 15 in Cup, have you noticed or has the team been telling you that there's been a boost of confidence or chemistry at the shop? Um, there, there hasn't been much different that, that I could tell, uh, going on. I, I feel like, um, with the, the, um, I don't know, I guess the consistency of our truck team, uh, has just shown in, in the regular season with, uh, I think the past four weeks, uh, besides Pocono, our worst finish was third. And, and I feel like that is what got us in the position going to P- Pocono with our points buffer. And so, um, yeah, front row has been doing awesome uh, lately. And so it's cool to see. Uh, I feel like just with that comes uh, everyone in the shop happier. And so uh, it's a happy time right now. Looking forward to IRP this weekend. You've raced there in an arcade car twice. Do you expect any similarities to how – the car drives compared to the truck. I asked this to Carson Hosevar. He expects it to be similar, although Goodyear has a different tire, of course, compared to uh, General Tire or Hoosier. Yeah, I think it'll be similar, but um, I don't know. A lot of the time when we think that the truck is just so much different than, than what you expect. So um, I don't know. We're just going to kind of go into it like another short track, um, and we should be pretty good. I feel like um, – Martinsville this year, we were, we were pretty solid, uh, missed a little bit on a few little things. So hopefully I have those worked out and have a solid start to the playoffs. Appreciate it, Zane. Best of luck in the playoffs. Thanks. All right, our next question will come from Matt Weaver. Go ahead, Matt. Hey, Zane. Appreciate the time today. Um, I guess the first thing I got for you is how do you kind of overall look at the playoffs in the sense that it's kind of a crapshoot, right? So like you could have the best run ever and then you get to Phoenix and then things don't go well. So like, do you put a lot of stock into winning the championship or do you kind of take a whatever happens happens kind of mentality? Um, I mean, I, I put a lot of stock winning the championship. I feel like, uh, <clears throat> I don't know. I, this, to start out the year, uh, I had the regular season championship circle just because I feel like, that is what kind of shows how your half of your year went more than half of your year. And so um, I am happy we got that, but uh, in between there, I feel like race wins are, are what people notice a ton. And, and then uh, to what you said, I feel like just getting to Phoenix is, 
a championship in its own. And then when that day comes, it's, it's whoever is best that day. And so uh, if you could lock yourself in earlier than later, um, you get to put up more attention on Phoenix and, and that goes a long way. And then as far as getting to Phoenix, uh, you've got the biggest margin of error, the, the biggest points lead. So do you tend to take a more conservative approach and are you points racing or are you still taking the same approach that got you here in the first place and you're going for wins and that's the way you're going to get to Phoenix? Yeah, I mean, I think you kind of have to go about it as going for wins. That that points buffer will run out quickly. So, um, I mean, it, it don't take much to fill up those spots. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think we're just going to do what we've been doing for the rest of the year. It's It's worked out for us and we've shown a lot of consistency and um, and I think that's what you need to do in the playoffs to get to Phoenix. Thanks, Dane. Thanks. Next question is going to come from Brian Mino. Go ahead, Brian. Hello, Usain. My name is Brian. My question are two. What expectation do you, do you have for IRP? Um, I'm excited for it. I feel like watching those races back, you, see all uh, these guys that have been in the sport for a long time. And so uh, Indy brings such a cool fan base. So um, <clears throat> to, to be going back there, I'm a fan of the short track. So uh, I'm excited about it, ready to get the playoffs started. What are your thoughts for the 2022 NASCAR trucks playoffs? Um, I mean, the playoffs are uh, – are just its own animal really. So uh, it just amplifies everything. So we just need to um, have some smooth rounds and hopefully end up in Phoenix to contend for a championship. Thanks, Shane. Good luck in the playoffs. Thank you. Next, we will go to Matias Emmanuel Viana. Go ahead with your question. Hello, Shane. Good morning. Um, my question is, uh, following knowing the knowing that you win in Martinsville in October from 2021 in the in a great finish with uh, Todd Gilliland and Stuart Friesen uh, do you think can you win in uh, any short track uh, five of ten races is in any short track uh, ORP Bristol and Richmond in which can you win uh, I hope all of them. Um, I feel like IRP is is an oddball a little bit, but um, I mean, we had proved last year that uh, if we're in a must win, we could pull it off. Um, but Richmond, I, I feel like that one is one that I have circled, um, especially, I don't know, I, I love Richmond and then Richmond night race just makes that much cooler. So um, ready to... Uh, to get those going. Bristol is, is always pretty fun. And then there's typically a rate, late race caution and then um, it gets pretty crazy, but uh, I'm, I'm excited for all of them. Hopefully could uh, go win all of them. Uh, which do you like the most uh, from free, free tracks of the round of 10 in the NASCAR track playoff? Um, I would say it, it's hard for us not to, to circle Kansas just with, how our first Kansas went with um, 
I felt like we kind of dominated that race. So if we could do half of that uh, again, I'd be super happy because there's uh, way more on the line this time. So um, that's obviously the goal. I love going to Kansas regardless. So I'm excited for it. Frank saying, have a good uh, weekend in Indianapolis or Lucas Oil Raceway. Thanks. All right, we have a question from Lee Spencer. I'm going to read it. She is asking, um, Zane, how running the cup race at Gateway has changed your approach to trucks. Yeah, um, that's a good question. I, I feel like uh, just that one cup race that I ran, I, I feel like I learned so much. And so uh, it's pretty crazy just the difference um, from – the cup level to anything. I, I feel like just everyone's good. Um, and just everyone is so much closer. Um, and so, uh, I am happy. I got to make that, uh, that cup start. Um, I'm happy how it went. Uh, but hopefully there's more in the future, but, um, currently I'm obviously focused on, uh, this, truck series title so um just one thing at a time i guess great uh it looks like we have another question in the chat from chris knight uh can you afford to be aggressive at lucas oil indianapolis raceway park or richmond raceway or do you just race for points and wins um i mean it depends how your uh day is going really i, I feel like if you're um off a little bit and haven't uh captured stage points then yeah, you could, uh, I feel like I kind of have the room to be aggressive and go race for a race win, but um, I don't know. I mean, it all depends how your race is going, really. So if you've had a, a solid points day with maybe a stage win and, and good points, um, you need to be smart and be thinking about long-term. Um, that's where my head is at. All right, do we have any additional questions for Zane before we let him go? All right, James, thank you so much for uh, spending some time with us. Appreciate Thanks. it. Yeah. There are 16 spots in the playoffs and just one track left. Well, not just any track, Daytona. A last chance to keep playoff hopes alive and for fans to experience an event unlike any other. NASCAR Weekend at Daytona International Speedway. August 26th and 27th. Get your tickets now at DaytonaInternationalSpeedway.com.